For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Pennywise, Lee Enterprises podcast. I'm your host, Nacardona. Today we're talking scams. There are a million types of scams to choose from, but our focus today are those sneaky little text message scams that find their way to your phone. We have nerd wallet personal finance writer Elizabeth Ayula with us today, ready to share a few basic but important precautions you can take to ensure that you don't fall prey to a bank impersonation text scam. Scams are here, they're everywhere. They come in a million shapes and sizes and formats. Today, we're talking about the top text message scam uh, that's putting your cash at risk. And I was really shocked to find it's under the guise of being your banking institution. Um, So the first thing I want to get into is, can you kind of play out what this could look like when it comes to your phone? Yes. So you may get a text message and someone, a strange phone number may send you a link or tell you, hey, you have to call me right away because if you don't, you're going to lose money or you're going to be locked out of your account. I personally have gotten those messages before. And when it comes to your money, that can create a lot of urgency or fear within yourself because you're like, oh my God, you know, what's going to happen to my money and I want to protect my stuff. So sometimes that clouds people's judgment. And the first thing that they do is click on the link or call the number. And what the scammer might do on that end is now try to extract sensitive information from you. So it could be your account number, your sort code, your social security number, your address. And unfortunately, what they could do with that information is an array of things. They can set up auto pays with your information and deduct money from your account that way. And also in some cases as well, they can actually use your information to get credit cards out or take out loans, which can be terrible for people, um, which is why it's so important as well to check your credit report regularly, to check your bank information regularly, and flag any suspicious information that you see on there. Right. I've had this actually happen to me personally, but it was under the guise of, um, of uh, what do you call it, a masked phone number. It was the exact same number as my banking institution. I mean, it said wow. the name and everything. And it, yeah, and it was the phone number. And it was, I mean, it's just insane. But the text message I haven't personally seen. So it'll probably pop up with uh, urgency. But then going off of what you just said is never make a move under pressure. Like haste makes waste. No, I have personally an email. I've actually email scam I've fallen prey to. And again, it was that urgency. And they said that actually I was getting overpaid in taxes. So my first instinct was, really? I'm getting money back? But then I was just like, okay. So they take me to some form. And again, these things are really sophisticated. They really mimic the institutions they say they are. And I filled out my account number, my sort code and everything. And after I did it, I was like, oh, this probably was a bad idea. Um, So it's very, very easy to fall prey to that. But just be sure, take a pause, no matter how urgent it is, and call your financial institution to confirm first. Sure. Which leads me to my next point here, but don't call a number that's texted to you. Please don't. And in your case, that's crazy because it was like the same number as your bank. Uh, So it was insane. 
Yeah, that's really, really crazy. So definitely go to your financial institution's website and, you know, get the number directly from there. And a lot of these institutions also have in-app, you know, customer service contacts. So sometimes you can log into your app and call directly that way. So call in a secure way and not from the number that they give you. Sure, sure. And actually under the same header that I just read about, don't call a number that's texted to you. It seems that the median loss of these text scams could be in the amount of like three thousand dollars it's so it's not an insignificant amount of money i mean it's not a 25 bucks they got a gift card out of you or whatever right yeah no it's not always an insignificant amount but a good tip for people is to definitely if you can bank with fdic insured banks so that even if you do lose money, you can get some of your money back. Most banks that I've worked with personally are pretty good. And I have lost, lost money through fraud before and kind of returning those funds. They will launch an investigation first. But, you know, sometimes you can recoup your money. So sure, let's get into that a little bit more. Uh, it's kind of the last major thing here is like the worst has happened. You fell prey to it. Don't just get past the shame and the embarrassment. It is what it is. What do you do if you were unable to avoid that scam? What's the next step you need to take? Well, the first thing that you want to do is you want to contact your financial institution and you want to let them know what has happened. So most banks usually have um, a fraud department, so you can report that to the fraud department. The second thing that you want to do is reporting it to an institution like your local police station, even the FBI or any kind of institution that can basically help you um, with that. And the importance of doing that last step as well is to help other people. I know it's not necessarily your obligation to do that, but when you report these scams, hopefully they can, you know, get investigated and shut down if possible so more people don't fall prey to it. Sure, sure. I've seen stuff even in my local news. Um, I live in Mad the Madison, Wisconsin area. And when there's an uptick in these things, and it's somehow logistically in the same area, um, there's always usually a good news story about it, about, you know, X amount of people that have been dealing with something. So yeah, it does help if you report these things. So it, it seems. And it, this is just a thought that's popped in my mind. And correct me if I'm wrong with your expertise. But like, I'm your book is not going to text you like they'll probably text you. You know, the, the banking texts that I get are very robotic. Like you made a deposit in X amount of money. And it's like, but I've set it up that way. So I know yes. what to expect. But like, otherwise, you're not going to have Jane or Jim text you like, hey, call us right now. Right. You're not. You're not. But again, some people get thrown off guard with like, you know, getting a random text message. And again, when it has to do with your money, you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So you're just not thinking. But your bank, a financial institution is I don't, they're not going to text you from my experience. They're usually not going to call you and tell you to call a strange number. The most I usually get is an encrypted message that says, hey, even if they send you a message on your app, log into your app. You know, we have something that we want to tell you. So again, always just call and confirm first. I think that's the best practice. So there you go. Anything else you want to add about this topic? Yes, just generally, because I do have to say I'm not a financial investment advisor. And because everyone's financial situation is different, this information is not personalized. So I do have to put that out there. Um, but otherwise, you can go on nerdwallet.com and get more information about how to keep your bank safe and secure. I will also add that it's good safe practices to get two-step authentication. Most platforms offer that. So that's where another, another layer added 
added layer of protection, where aside from adding in your password, they might send you a one-time code as well that you have to put in. So scammers will find it a lot more harder to hack into your accounts, you know, if you have two-step authentication. I know we hate doing this, but change your passwords regularly, even if it means just adding a one to the end of your existing password, um, because you just never know who might have access to that sensitive information. Oh, thank you for saying that. Because when I fell prey to it, the two the two-factor authentication just it really changed my world. Yes, it's annoying. Yeah. I feel ridiculous to have to like it press is. extra links. But it that added layer of security is actually in the last few years since this snafu had happened. E breathing easier every day. So yes. yes. Oh, and a final one, set up alerts with your bank for emails and text. So anytime suspicious, suspicious information goes on in your account, you get alerted about it as well. All about that peace of mind. Well, thank you so much, Elizabeth. You're welcome. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.